to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a sixth-degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a fifth-degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art, and I'm also a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over two years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now, today's example is brought to us by the Karate Kid movies, as well as the Cobra Kai show, uh, when they feature Mr. Miyagi's house and backyard. Um, his house and backyard gives you a sense of a perfect training spot for martial arts, and creates a sense of calm and purpose because the space is designed and the layout is awesome, thoughtful, and beautiful. And we'll be talking to, to you guys about that during our work task today. But a little personal history before I reveal today's topic is that I have also watched the movie The Internship many times with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. And I love the movie for a lot of reasons. Uh, one is because it takes place at Google headquarters. And number two, because the story is about two middle-aged men who have some fight left in them and still want to excel in life and pursue a dream. Now, many people think that uh, men or women of a, of a certain age are done, that they do not um, have dreams and goals anymore. They just live for their kids and for others. But I do not believe that at all. I believe that adult, adults of any age can achieve their dreams and goals. And uh, since then, I have been doing some research about Google and their designs and how they design their headquarters and have tried to emulate that in the design of my own martial arts studios. And I hope to achieve that in the future with my new studio, a new martial arts studio. Okay, um, so today's topic is googliness, the concept of googliness. Now first, during the work task, we're going to design a martial arts studio or a business. Okay, so whether you're a business owner, a martial arts school owner, or maybe just um, own a home or apartment, um, whenever you are designing a space, for a specific purpose, um, you can use these um, quick um, ideas. First of all, nice use of color. Okay, a lot of times it's good for the colors to interrelate, but it's also too nice to have a pop of col of color in your space. Okay, also too having something fun in your space. Okay. Google believes this a lot. They always try to have something fun in a space in order for, for people to um, vent their creativity whenever they get stagnant. For example, like a ping pong table, a foosball table, or maybe a pool table, okay, so that there's something to do in your productive space. You also need to make the space interesting, okay? You want to make sure the space is interesting. It's different, okay? Um, you want to make it a productive works, workspace. So, uh, therefore, you want all the tools on hand that you need. 
For example, in the martial art industry, you need to have your targets, shields, bags, rings, anything that you use for class right there at your fingertips so that you can have a productive workspace. Okay. Also, too, you want to have some art on the walls and in your space that stimulate creativity. Okay. Um, one thing to add to that that I did not put on my list is that you also, too, once someone's been in your space for two weeks, everything becomes part of the background. Okay. So, one thing you may want to do is have art that stimulates creativity, but also can be moved so that you can rotate artwork around, therefore changing your space every couple weeks. And that would keep the space still continuing to stimulate each time a student or customer comes in. Um, you also want to make sure you make the space unique. Okay, You don't want to look like every other business. You want to look special, so you want to make sure that space is unique. Now, in the martial art industry, because of what we do, um, you want a sense of calming. So sometimes it's good to have some colors that are calming in areas of the place that are calming so that people can kind of sit, gather, and kind of chill out. Okay, That's important for a sense of calming. However, on the flip side of it, you also need to get them into action. So you want to fuel the emotions too, okay? That's why a lot of times, uh, you know, martial art bags, heavy bags and shields and targets are sometimes red because red is a emotional color, okay? So you want to fuel the emotions. Now, another thing I'd like to do in a space is have something that's a tribute to nature, okay? Uh, I think that's very nice. Um, that could be done by having plants that are in your space, uh, whether they're you know, real or fake. Um, they could be a plant-like item, like bamboo shoots or something like that. Um, also, too, you could um, have a waterfall. A uh, small waterfall is very calming to have in your, in your um, studio, and that would be a tribute to nature. <clears throat> also, too, you need to have a sense of history, okay? Uh, one of the restaurants that we used to go to down in Florida had a plaque on the wall and it had a paragraph that told the owner's story, okay? And that's very important, I think. I think the customers appreciate that when they feel like they're a part of your story and you could uh, have a sense of history with that, okay? So basically, everything that we've talked about is making basically making a special and magical place for your customers and patrons and friends. Um, I feel like I almost did that in Florida, um, but I did not because I did not own it and therefore could not make it 100% my own. Well, when you rent, you, um, you can't always do everything that you want because you have to restore it back uh, to its original form eventually, okay? Um, and for some reason, landlords always seem to always increase rent, no matter how well your business does. Um, the current building that we have up here in Michigan, um, we do in fact own it, so we're very excited about the possibilities of the future and being able to do whatever we want. 
Now, um, let's move right along. This uh, topic of Googliness today is a big topic, and we want to make sure that we uh, keep moving um, on this one. The next step is talking about our martial art practice. And the first step in a martial art practice is the physical training, okay? Um, the first thing you can do for your martial art training is by taking blocks and combining them together to make flowing blocks. For example, uh, one of the blocks that you can do is you can do an open hand outward block followed by an upward block right after, thus making a complete circle as you do the movement. And that is, is an example of a flowing block. Um, you could also, too, um, one of the ones that we did in class today was a leg block followed by a knife hand strike. Okay, that's, that's a way to interflow the blocks together. Okay, and um, we'll talk about that even more later. Um, also, too, another, another thing you can do in your martial art practice is to increase the spin of a technique. For example, you can do a complete spin, step, step spin, into a vertical round punch. And then afterwards, you could do another one right afterwards using the step, step, spin method. You can do an increase the spin kind of movement, therefore doing um, two or three vertical round punches in a row, uh, spinning each time. And that's a lot of fun in your martial art training. Also, too, you can add some jump to your kicks. Okay, you can add some jump to your kicks by taking one of your kicks that you do and adding a little jump to it. Okay, whether it be a, um, a higher up jump or a long jump, you can do either one to enhance the technique. Another thing you can do in your martial art training is taking the fitness moves that you see and combining them together. One of the ones that I, I think I call this one like a monkey type crawl. Uh, but you uh, kind of like squat down, touching your toes, and you walk out to a push-up position like a monkey and then walk back and then stand back up again um, using your, your back and your legs each time you do that one. So um, taking fitness moves like that, uh, whether it be, you know, like touching your toes or walking into a plank, um, those are all really good moves to do. Take two or three type of, type of fitness moves and put them together. Um, thus using more of your body, okay? Uh, one of the things that we do in class is we do these animals. Um, we're not going to go into it too much today, but uh, we do different animals like bear walks and uh, crab runs and spider walks. Um, we have a frog jump as well. And these, these animal movements combine fitness moves together, okay? Thus enhancing and building your coordination, okay? So when you build your coordination, then you can do your martial arts skills even better. Another thing you can do too is by doing some uh, increased target training. We recommend using a focus mitts type of situation because those uh, train in coordination and also train in your aim to make sure that you're hitting where you want to hit. The last thing that we do for our martial art training today is a meditative squat. Okay, This is basically what we've done in our class called a sumo squat. Where your toes and your heels are nearly, your heels are nearly touching, and you're in a squat type position, and you're stretching out your calf muscles, and you're um, focusing on ankle strength. Okay, you can hold your fist, or you can make a praying position. Put your elbows on your knees, and you can rotate back and forth, shifting your weight from one foot to another. You can even do a little bit of a hum or a, a, a mantra of some kind 
as you do it to have fun with your martial art training. Now, um, for our mental martial art training today, um, I did some research on what it means to be googly or to have googliness, okay? And I developed, a, I have a list here that someone uh, generated about what it means to be googly or to have googliness. And we're going to go through it today as part of our mental martial art training. Now, before I go on, almost all of these, if not all of them, um, relate to martial arts. Okay, so this is, this is really good stuff. Let's move on. Here we go. Number one, doing the right thing. That obviously includes not doing anything that will harm someone else or put someone at a disadvantage, including martial art class intimidation. See, that happens a lot in martial art classes. Not in mine, but it does in other people's martial art classes all the time. Okay? Um, number two, striving for excellence. Mediocrity is not googly. Okay? Um, at Google, unsurprisingly, you find the desire for excellence right at the core, reflected by the goal to do one thing really, really well. And that's not a bad idea, okay? I've always been kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy, but sometimes it's good to be able to do one thing really, really well, okay? Maybe it's martial arts. Um, number three, keeping an eye on your goals. Googliness means being focused, striking a balance between short-term and long-term objectives. In martial arts, that means from one belt to another to the big black belt goals. Okay, so short goals, getting stripes, getting the, getting the, getting the small belts, and then, of course, long-term goals, getting the bigger belts. Okay? Number four, being proactive. Okay? If something is broken, broken fix it. Okay? But proactive also means anticipating moves ahead of time so that you can take actions preemptively. Okay? Um, of course, being proactive also applies to the business itself. How can we go further? What can we do to get there? Okay? Seeing it from a different angle. Okay? Uh, proactive doesn't mean waiting for, a reason for, waiting for a reason for others to make something happen. Okay? It's about you making something happen. Okay? So you have to be a leader. We teach leadership in class all the time. Number five, going the extra mile. This is mostly found in the detail. Um, for example, um, uh, they used a Google thing here, but I'm trying to, um, um, to make to interrelate it to the martial art. So um, when um, someone says that you have to know, like for example, when someone says you have to know all your patterns um, for your test, now you can learn your patterns uh, rank by rank, so white belt, yellow belt, orange belt, whatever. Um, you can know your know them in order. Okay, taking it the extra mile means not only be able to do it forwards, backwards, but also to do like my uh, my master instructor did, pull the pattern names out of a hat and do them. So I pull out like a I say do red belt, then do red belt. I say do the brown belt senior, do the brown belt senior. You should know your stuff so well, that's taking it the extra mile, okay? Just barely skimming the surface and making sure that you can go from one pattern to another in order is just one step. You can take it further. 
Um, number six, doing something nice for others, no strings attached. Okay, that means thinking about and doing something for others, not necessarily expecting something in return. That's always a very nice manners to have in martial art training. Number seven, being friendly and approachable. Okay, um, Google is famous for being friendly and open. Um, so is in our martial art classes, we encourage that as well. Okay, um, this is one of the things I was always always talk about in my podcast. Um, that uh, I work another job um, to get ready for my martial art studio here, and um, we have a maintenance man that, that that goes around and cleans up after everyone. And I always make it a special point to say hi to him every day. Okay, he kind of expects it, you know, because I try to see him, and wave to him. Hey, how are you doing today? Pretty good, you know. So I always make it a point, no matter if you're, you know, where you are in life. Or where you are in your company, whether you're at the bottom of the totem pole or the top of the totem pole, it doesn't matter. You got to make sure that you're doing your job the best that you can. Okay. And if you go to help others and take that extra time to say hello to people and to talk to them and stuff, um, that's uh, being friendly and approachable. And that's one skill that I got from my parents that I um, I really admire about myself <laughs> um, is that I am very approachable by many different uh, walks of life. Okay, number nine, number eight, valuing users and colleagues. Okay, that also goes uh, with what I was just saying about the um, um, whether it be your people that you work with, or like for example, in a martial arts school, um, valuing your instructors um, and um, and co instructors. Okay, whether it be in our in our martial art. Uh, um, whether it be in our martial art or outside of our martial art, you should always be um, you should always be valuing users and uh, colleagues. Okay, so even people in the martial art industries, one I can kind of elaborate on is that um, you know if you're not part of the same martial art as someone else, you tend to look down on them. Like you know you're not part of our martial art or you know you know whatever. Um, I'm friends with all kinds of people that are not in my martial art. Okay, um, so you just have to you have to be more open. Just like we talked about earlier. Uh, number nine, revor rewarding great performance. Hard work, okay, is googly. Hard work is googly. Also, too, martial arts, hard work is important as well. You know, we always talk about that in our podcast all the time, okay? I value that. Number 10, being humble and letting go of the ego, okay, at least sometimes, I put down here. It's okay to talk about your achievements, but that's not googly to boast, There's a, which can be a fine line, okay? Um, in our martial art, the first principle of martial art is uh, humility, okay, which is different than most martial arts. Most martial arts are ego-driven, okay? So uh, I think that's very important. Number 11, being transparent, honest, and fair, okay? Um, I'm pretty, um, pretty fair, working, working more and more. Um, on this particular one, um, non-transparency, dishonesty, unfairness, also secrecy are inherently unguly. It's not something I'm working on, um, but I've been doing pretty good. Number 12, having a sense of humor. It's not googly to oppose play. Okay. Um, I'm always good. I'm always good for a practical joke and for, um, for, um, being fun um, and goofing around a little bit, okay? Uh, for example, we were talking about, in work today, I was talking about a movie, <clears throat> and uh, 
we were talking about a movie that was kind of funny, and uh, there's this one part of it where the people are singing um, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. And um, so I was saying that a bunch of times, and then uh, we, were, we were doing something else, and uh, my coworker started singing Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. He's like, oh, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks a lot, Craig. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. You know, like we got, I got him going on it, and then he, uh, he, uh, he couldn't stop singing it. So he said, thanks a lot, buddy. Um, so we, we like to goof around a lot and do practical jokes and stuff. So uh, that's with instructors in my studio as well as um, at work. So anyways, um, that's the, uh, the 12 steps, so to speak, of the uh, googliness, which is, uh, as I said, very much interrelates to martial arts training. Uh, especially the mental training of martial arts that we talk about, which is so important to having the right attitudes so that you can get better at the physical part. Anyways, um, our technique of the week is flowing blocks. Take your blocks and flow them from one to another, like outward to inward, inward to lower, and have fun with it. Especially if you know more blocks than that at the higher ranks. You can interflow those blocks together and make yourself into a Tai Chi type of workout, okay? Which, by the way, um, some of that flowing block stuff looks exactly like Miyagi-Do Karate from the Cobra Kai's Netflix series. So um, try it. Have fun with it. Um, the secret phrase this week comes from, it's a, it's a movie line from the movie The Internship, okay? And um, I have to kind of explain it because... Um, there was this uh, antagonist that was kind of a jerk to everybody the whole time. And at the end of the movie, he's like holding his head and he's like, Googliness, what does that even mean? And um, the uh, good guy goes, um, the fact that you do not know what that means, means that you will never work here. Okay? And that's our secret phrase of the day. Googliness. The fact that you don't know what that means, means that you will never work here. Okay? So that's our secret phrase of the week. Of course, uh, that's always fun to, uh, you can always shoot that back to me on an email or a Facebook post um, so that you can, um, I can know that you're listening to our podcast. Okay? Remember that in order to fully learn any martial arts, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. So, for example, doing your research and finding out things like Googliness, and how it can relate to martial art training is a misconception about what constitutes training. Okay, nobody even thought that those could be valid for what we do. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed our topic of Googliness today. Also, too, I hope you enjoyed our podcast today. And remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.